Welcome to Reading and Ranting, where we read obsessively and rant about life in our 20s. I'm Mia. And I'm Carly. Today, Mia is internally screaming because on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite characters' astrology signs. All the characters we're covering are from the SJM universe, but no spoilers, ours will only give character descriptions and traits. So listen along if you're considering reading the series. And as usual, we have a rant prepared and we're going to talk about our thoughts on manifesting and the importance of an abundance mindset. So let's get into it. All right, Mia, who are we kicking off with today? What's the beginning of the horoscopes? Like what sign kicks off the horoscopes? I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but I'm (laughs) I'm like the the astrology girl. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, so real, so real. Okay. First of all, I am so excited to start with this because as an Aries, the first sign of the Zodiac is an Aries. So the two characters that I think are Aries are Nesta and Manon. So Aries are kind of known for being the first Zodiac sign. Like they're extremely competitive, like need to be the first like natural leaders. They're driven, ambitious, optimistic, extremely competitive and brave. They're generally like warriors, like they will throw down and they give this energy of like intense fiery energy that they're not to be fucked with but when you get to know an Aries and they finally let you in past that wall they're actually like extremely emotional sensitive cinnamon rolls so I feel like that goes with that like Manon leading the 13 she's like obviously a leader Nesta like wanting to form the Valkyries and being a leader and like generally just both of them being like the bitches that you don't fuck with yeah, I was also going to say it's kind of giving that black cat energy, but with like a golden heart, um, especially Manon and Nesta, like they are so like resting bitch face girlies, but the driven, the ambitious, like I feel like this all really checks the boxes for the two of them. Um, now I want to be an Aries. I'm like, wait, like <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm like, these are my favorite characters. Like, why can't I be an Aries? I know the fact that these are my two favorite uh well some, some of, of my favorite yeah mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah no those are by <laughs> far definitely my favorite girls from the SJM universe so I am quite jealous right now <laughs> all right so next so we're just gonna go in order here so the next sign's Taurus so Taurus is an earth sign basically like extremely grounded slow and steady their sign is represented by the bull so they generally push through obstacles just with sheer determination so i think the three that are taurus give taurus energy are emery adian and lorcan so tauruses generally are just like extremely dedicated hardworking, dependable and they're extremely loyal to the people around them so like emery with her shop Adian obviously was like loyal to Terrison and Aelin for years mm-hmm. and same with Lorcan like once he's told a lead like I will never leave you he sticks mm-hmm. to his word yeah I mean don't even forget that he was extremely loyal to um the woman he was in love with the villain in Throne of Glass so I I agree here with all your um characterizing of these characters I think especially like especially Adian, like that just really calls out to me with his like blind faith to Aitlin. Like he basically was always kind of searching for her his entire life. Like he like needs someone to bow to. Like he needs a king or a queen. So this really is like making sense for him. 
No, like the way he craved the blood oath to like mm-hmm. prove his loyalty. Oh, he was pissed when that blood oath was given to others before him. So let's just say that. <laughs> All right. Talk to me about my favorite fox boy. Gemini. Okay. So Lucian is extremely intellectual. Like we know that he goes around the different courts a lot, especially like being um living in the spring court but he's from the autumn court is that correct Mm -hmm. yes so he kind of needs to know everything and talks to everyone um and he can also like really adapt his behavior to fit in anywhere so we've characterized lucian as the gemini and i feel like gemini's too to me they're kind of like the flirty like you know like mm-hmm. batting their eyes people that I know at least the Gemini's I know in real life like they're the total flirts and like Lucian is also giving that energy like he's like and then obviously I I know we we're gonna do no spoilers but he meets someone then he's kind of like oh, I love you but before then <laughs> he's like giving like sassy kind of like flirty so vibes. sassy he's so mm-hmm. sassy like book one like when we're first introduced to him the sass he gives like insane and yeah in later Mm -hmm. books I think like we also see more of his skills like as a member of the courts um and so yeah he's like the diplomat he's like giving diplomat of the courts Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. um is there any certain characteristics of like a male Gemini that Lucian would like check off here I don't know I feel like this can like be a stereotype but like a little bit of like the two-faced kind of energy mm-hmm. well he's a oh, fox like, exactly like he's mm-hmm. foxy he's fox boy and like two-faced in the sense that like there really can be like two sides to them but they're like two mm-hmm. sides of the same coin so like it depends like what side you're gonna get that day you know what I mean exactly okay that makes sense. There, it checks off the boxes. I feel like I'm just going to be saying that with every person. Checks off the boxes. You're like, makes sense because, yeah. like, this is so well thought out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, the stars just know it all. Okay, so the next sign that we have going is Cancer. So I'm actually a Cancer moon. My moon sign is Cancer. So also honorable mention to these characters. Mm-hmm. So we've got Irene, Sam, and Cassian. So cancers are literally like the most natural just empaths like literally we go around like bleeding hard just like feeling the emotions of other people. Um, no, I mean yeah. I feel like all the the cancers I know too like they're kind of more introverted in a way so this like checks out I feel like Cassian you know like he's obviously extroverted but he has like that down like that like grounded side to him like I feel like if I was to hang out with Cassian like I would feel grounded by him because there's some people that they're so extroverted that you're like oh like I can't hang out with this person because like I need someone who's like more on the introverted side right now but um you know I'm a Cancer Leo cusper so I definitely feel this as someone who like also feels the emotions of others and it's like the protective energy as well so see this for everyone especially the motherly energy like that is um urine so i feel like i'm butchering all these names also um (laughs) i could not like someone needs to give me a pronunciation guide to sjm characters because mia will tell me a thousand times i'll still say it wrong yeah, especially I think Manon, Resand, and Irene, you struggle with the most. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Irene. No, Irene. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah anyways um, yeah. I already am a person where I can't pronounce anything in real life so it's like give me these names and it's not gonna be good <laughs> yeah and then like the other thing with cancers is that like they're extremely like homely like homebody type energy but like also that like welcoming like forms a home and like a family and I feel like like Irene like obviously like to her like the people around her like obviously like she's literally taking people in like she's a healer Sam literally is like the only family that uh Selena has in the first book and you literally can just like feel like how protective he is over her like even in the moments that she doesn't necessarily know it same with Cassia and like he's always gonna be like this like protective sweetheart and he Mm -hmm. I hate when people say that Cassian is like just like this brute warrior because he's actually I think the most kind of like emotionally intelligent male in the Akatar universe like the way I mean I feel like that's a big stereotype of any like kind of bigger jockey males that they like have the emotional capacity of a squirrel like but (laughs) but like usually and like I feel like it's a stereotype where actually they are very like deep feelers and they feel a lot like if anyone was gonna cry at like a sad movie it'd be Cassian like Cassian so would be like crying at the, the the intro scene from Up like that scene gets me every time guys I'm not a crier like that's why I'm not a cancer but like that scene gets me every time and like Cassian he'd be like like Nesta would be like Cassian like not the scene not the scene and he'd be like but it's just so sad like <laughs> literally like black hat golden retriever energy 100 i love that okay well, should i kick off leo as a leo yeah, i was gonna say your time to shine babe literally yes. <laughs> and like for context guys like i am a leo and for most of my life i didn't feel like a leo but i've grown into it so now i can say i associate myself with Elin, and even though canonically she's a taurus we think she's more of like a Leo energy and so is Bryce from Crescent City. And this was because Leos, you know, they give off that royal air, our sign, our animal is a lion. So we're courageous, we roar, our royal air makes us worthy of a crown. Usually like we're charismatic, passionate, vibrant, and generous who enjoy the finer things, which is definitely Aelin and Bryce. I mean, Bryce literally lives in this like very fancy luxury apartment and then Aelin has this secret apartment with like all these like designer like clothes and everything like that like very fancy furniture so I'm like same girl same like (laughs) and they would do anything for the people they love and I think that's like something I really associate myself with like Aelin literally is going above and beyond to always like sacrifice herself rather than her friends honestly same with Bryce and I'm kind of the same way like as like a leo where it's just like i am very like inclusive and i want to do anything for the like my friends and the people i love because like it makes me feel good to do things for people honestly more than it makes me feel good like to do things for myself like i just love doing things for other people obviously leos also have the stereotype of being kind of like narcissistic and you know self-centered but i think it's like once you get to know them like if you like once we get to know Elin and Bryce's characters, you realize it's like they just kind of give off that air, but it's more just like confidence and they but they they still have their insecurities and they like realize what their faults are. So, you know, 
I, I love my Leos. You know, now I'm not jealous of your um, Aries girlies because I love my Leo girlies. We love, we love our fire sign girlies as fire signs. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. I'm also a triple fire sign, so. <laughs> yeah, the first time, guys, side note, the first time I looked up Carly's birth chart and read it to her and explained it to her, I like the gasp I gust when I realized that she was a Leo sun and a Leo rising with a Sagittarius moon. Like, if you know her, it makes so much sense, but you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, the the triple fire sign did not realize I had that and then Mia was like reading off my chart and I was like oh shit like love that for myself the tri- the triple fire sign like if I was living in the avatar world like I would be in the fire the fire court oh yeah the fired wielders whatever they're called firebenders firebenders fire, fire, wielders benders always me with my random comparisons <laughs> So next, actually speaking of our birth charts, so I am a Virgo rising, so got to get into the Virgos next. So I think the characters that give off Virgo energy are Elide, Kale, and Gwyn. So Virgos are like just extremely capable and grounded. Obviously, it's another earth sign. They're also extremely analytical, being ruled by Mercury. They're like also just like very intelligent, like love like detail oriented like love having a plan and a backup plan and another plan and they also kind of have this feeling of like longing to be of service to other people so like they're very like humanitarian in that sense and so I feel like that just like makes so much sense like for Elide like she was always like looking around and like just trying to like make the best of her situation and like was extremely capable on her own like fending for herself same with kale like literally he's the captain of the guard like he obviously was like wanting to like look after other people kind of like this like slight rules follower um just like being very grounded like take no shit kind of vibe and our girly Gwen literally love her love her character Mm -hmm. development and I feel like once you see her journey you'll like understand this energy yeah 100% I feel like these people they give more like rule follower energy like they're less kind of like our girls like Elin and Bryce and Nessa Manon where they want to like break the rules and kind of like break out of these molds like they kind of want to be like more quiet and like reformed and like they're like you know they they abide by the rules because that's what makes them feel like grounded and safe yeah exactly so I love that for them I also love the girlies um mm-hmm. and, you know Kale like Kale he's I, fine he's like <laughs> he gets so much hate in this fandom and like you guys like he just like let's like lay off it for a minute he's a fictional character <laughs> okay okay oh so, i was gonna say i don't care about him like he can go yeah. he can go die no like yeah don't 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 come for us but i just had to i had to say it i had to put that no i mean i really liked him at first but i don't know then just like Things other change. people take over in mm-hmm. i know we only have room for like so many like characters that we love and like he's just not gonna be one yeah all right, so next up, we've got the sign of Libra. So I think the people that give Libra energy are Therian, Elaine, and Dorian. So Libras are literally, like, represent balance. So, like, they're represented by the scales. So, like, they want to make life fair and peaceful for everybody. They're also kind of known as, like, the super flirts. They're extremely charming, artistic, 
romantic, like extremely romantic, like romanticized things, huge flirts and like kind of have this knack for like beautiful things, aesthetics, since they're ruled by Venus. Um, so what do you what do you feel like? What comes to mind, Carly? I feel like that all the boxes are again all checked because I mean huge flirts like it's kind of giving like Aphrodite and like if mm-hmm. I was gonna say anyone's like giving that it would be Therian Elaine and Dorian and I feel like Elaine is described I believe as the prettiest of the Archeron sisters yeah. kind of like how like Azrael is described as being like the prettiest fat boy um Therion he's obviously like a pretty boy and so is Dorian like they're less like the manly looking men and just like the pretty boys so like it makes sense they're also very romantic like we know Dorian like he like falls in love with like the first girl he sees I swear to god like that boy like he literally looks at a girl and he's like writing like poetry like he's writing sonnets Elaine is picking flowers all day and like gardening and like I just imagine her as kind of this like snow white innocent type figure Dorian's a little less like innocent but he's still you know (laughs) huge flirt loves the beautiful things especially in the court. I feel like they're very like beauty oriented like mermaids so no this all totally makes sense um I actually don't know any Libras in real life but I'd be curious if I maybe I do know some Libras if they would also um check off these boxes for these characteristics you know one libra shout out audrey audrey if you're listening to this episode oh my god well now that makes sense audrey girl you are a libra okay the box most checked the most libra thing about audrey audrey i love you so much (laughs) but (laughs) she owns a shirt that just says libra See, like, only Libras could do that, because if I were that as a Leo, people would just be like, ah, there the Leos go again, those self-centered, like, bitches, but (laughs) Libras can get away with it. No, exactly, exactly. And, like, I definitely feel like, like, the Riz that Therian and Dorian Mm -hmm. have, like, last thing, like, literally Therian will, like, run around, like, being like, okay, legs, like, call Bryce, like, be flirting her, like, right in front of... Yeah, they call him Dorian Resiliard. Riz- Dorian Resiliard, like yeah, literally no, the two Riz. of them. The two of them, ah, chef's kiss. I just yeah. love the. I love and then the Elaine dancer. has like the big like doe eyes, where she's just mm-hmm. screaming like "fuck me," but she's like <laughs> innocent. <laughs> yes. All right. So now to get a little deeper, a little darker, are Scorpios. Personally, I think Azriel and Rune. Mm-hmm. so they're this kind of like quietly bold energy like very powerful very intuitive but they're also kind of like secretive obsessive they have a short fuse but like they'll bottle up their emotions but they feel very very deeply and like to get close to a Scorpio for them to actually like open up to that extreme like well of emotions like very 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 few people experience that so I feel like mm-hmm Oh my god, boys. They both have so many secrets. Like, I feel like in the books, it's a whole thing where they have all these secrets and we still don't know what they are. So, this checks out for sure. And, like, powerful and intuitive, I think is very accurate. Like, I feel like Azriel and Rune, like, they both kind of know what everyone needs before those people even know that they needed it. Yeah. Scorpios are also extremely sensual, sexual, kinky. So mm-hmm. we already know the wingspan, 
the wingspan on Azriel and Rune Dannon knew three things for certain. Like uh-huh. that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna oh, say. Oh, I love that scene. I when love you, that scene. <laughs> when you read it, you'll know besties. Heard it here first. Rune Dannon mm-hmm. will literally be your hyperfixation. Um, and mm-hmm. so I just think they're like a hundred percent Scorpio energy. Oh, all right. Her. Sagittarius. So, here we go. We got who our. Do we, who do we think is Sagittarius? We got our final SJM leading lady here, mm-hmm. Feyre. So Feyre is canonically a Sagittarius because she was born on the winter solstice, and like I think she fits into this. So like you know she's has a f- super independent streak, like literally like out preparing and like taking care of her family from a very young age and like never asking for help but like they're also kind of like this friendly cheerful life of the party like when they're in that environment which like I feel like is definitely Pharaoh like once she finds her people they're also like they really value their freedom and I think that's something that we see from Pharaoh like when she feels stifled like finding mm-hmm. her freedom like yeah is like mm-hmm. extremely important to her um they can also be pretty reckless which like i feel like Farah can low-key get into like she does some questionable little side quests for herself and like you yeah. know when we see her like sneaking <laughs> around the spring court like when she doesn't realize that like everyone's watching everyone her. can see her <laughs> i mean also i agree with like quick tempered like um you know, she is pretty quick to react, like, if anyone crosses her, especially mm-hmm. we see that in the second book, so. Okay, and I am also a Sagittarius, that's my moon sign, and I feel like I associate with, like, quick-tempered, reckless, but also independent, friendly, cheerful, I feel like that's very, like, Farah. and it's funny because I didn't really, like, see any similarities between Farah and myself, like, when I was reading the books but now that we're talking about these like traits relating to her like astrology sign I'm actually seeing it now so mm-hmm. like you know I love how all my similarities are to the leading ladies like not really the men it's all the ladies wait I love that actually that's perfect mm-hmm. for you I know because right. I'm a man hater <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, well, speaking of some of our leading men. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Next, we got the Capricorn energy. So I think our Capricorns are Resand, Amarin, and Rowan. So, like, Capricorns are all about success. They're ambitious, but, like, responsible and purposeful. Like, they're always working towards, like, a goal or, like, a higher purpose. But they can also be ruthless. Like, they will like cut people down and like they literally will like cut down any single challenge or obstacle in their way to like achieve what they're trying to they can also be like kind of secretive so like I feel like with like Amarin like we don't know a lot about her but like she definitely can be like kind of cold-blooded obviously same with Resand. he's high lord of the night court like literally will do anything like to be Mm -hmm. the best leader and like leave his mark um they're also like extremely duty driven which i feel like definitely for reason and rowan like duty driven (laughs) i feel like if anything is associated like if i'm associating any of these character traits with all these people it would be ruthless like resand amarin rowan like they're extremely ruthless so it's giving capricorn all right so next we have our aquarius people so I think that the Aquarians in 
the series that actually both come from Crescent City, and I think it's Danica and Hunt, which I feel like makes sense, like, if they're giving off this energy, like, to Bryce, like, that's going to be, like, of course, the people she's going to gravitate to and love are going to be, like, super similar. Anyways, so the Aquarius energy, like, they're kind of, like, a bit of an oddball, but, like, also, like, very misunderstood. So, like, very idealistic, like, curious, but they're also always thinking about what's best for, like, the collective or the group. So, like, Danica is the leader of her pack. Like, obviously, she's, like, always going to be worried about what's best for the group. She's, like, worried about the wolves in general, is, like, like you know, wanting to be the pr- the next prime of the wolves, like, lead the wolves into, like, a better place. And similar to Hunt, like, I think people forget that Hunt literally led a rebellion, like, for the benefit of people and, like, became a slave, mm-hmm. like, fighting for freedom, like, and then, like, obviously, like, the Aquarius energy of him feeling really misunderstood and, like, not really even fitting in, like, within the his triari, right? Like, even, like, yeah. the closest people around him, like, don't really get him and, like, kind of give him a wide berth. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I see this for both of them. Um, also, like, yeah, as you said, they're kind of like the, like, leader energy where they're thinking about what's best for the group, but they also, like, low-key don't quite fit in. So it's like, you know, they have this group always kind of surrounding them, but it's like the group doesn't really know them as well as, like, everyone else does because they kind of have to, like, stay a little separated by being this, like, leader figure no 100 percent um so yeah i don't know i kind of like love it for them but mm-hmm. kind of funny how it'd be danica and hunt because it's yeah. like you know the aquarius besties i guess <laughs> both the crescent city people no exactly and like i wouldn't have thought about that but mm-hmm. next for our final zodiac sign the final sign rounding it out of the 12 signs we've got pisces So, one, I think that Pisces get a bad rap, but I think we've got Ethan and more in the running for being Pisces. And so I personally think this because Pisces can kind of seem like quiet on the outside, but like their inner workings, their minds running 24-7. Like they have this very vivid inner being and emotional world. They're like extremely imaginative, honest, compassionate determined so like I think for me like more is literally described as like being a dreamer in a court of nightmares like she's always Mm -hmm. gonna like be that dreamer and like kind of like Neptune energy um and like same with Ethan like I think he's kind of underestimated because he's on the quieter side but then like he's so honest and so compassionate and like the best companion so I don't know. Yeah, and it's, like, they're not even necessarily, like, quiet. They're just more, like, observant, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they're not, like, quiet people, but it's just more, like, they'll sit back and let others speak before they're, like, clamoring to be heard. I also feel like Pisces, like, they're a bit of, like, drama queens. Mm -hmm. Yes. So (laughs) I see that for more in, in, like, Ethan. I just think, you know, like, even though they're kind of quiet, on the outside like they still 
you know I mean there's a lot like, going on yeah like because they're sensitive and emotional like they can have like hella outbursts like be super yeah. dramatic at times exactly like, well yeah. I was gonna say every Pisces I know is such a drama queen so yeah. <laughs> when yes. it would make sense for Ethan and more no 100% so now that we've got all of our zodiac signs wrapped for our SJM universe characters, again, for funsies, like, don't come for my neck. This was literally just like a fun thought exercise. Yeah. Also, like, we don't actually know what sign any of them are, other than like some of them we might know they're like canonic birthdays, but this is just us like thinking about the signs, what characteristics each sign has, and being like, who would fit where? But if you have any other thoughts or suggestions, like comment on our TikTok, email us. Like we want to hear what you guys think too. Yeah. And if we forgot anyone, like we can make a part two easily. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I tried to hit like the main, main peeps, but mm-hmm. we can see. So I also feel like I would be like silly goofy if I didn't mention this one thing that I noticed, like as my kind of little astrology girly brain while I was reading Akatar, Throne of Glass, Crescent City stars are a big 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 theme of all the books mm-hmm. okay there's a very famous quote you may have heard of it where <laughs> the characters say to the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered literally I have this above my bed um (laughs) we'll post this clip to tiktok so that you guys can see it yes mia has literally made so many sales from tiktok because of these (laughs) posters they're literally like my favorite thing in my apartment anyways getting Mm -hmm. sidetracked so you can't tell me that to to the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered isn't extremely astrology and manifesting coded sjm is literally low-key an astrology girly because what manifesting and like a deep understanding of astrology and yourself is is literally looking up to the stars wishing and the stars listening and answering your dreams like you Mm -hmm. literally cannot tell me that sham didn't know what she was doing with that oh no she's totally an astrology girly um also i'm currently looking up sarah j mass's birthday she was born on march 5th what what sign is that mia that's a is that a Pisces? It's a Pisces. Oh wow, our girl is a Pisces. So we're really ending on the Pisces now here. Oh, the I vivid like that. inner being, imaginative. I mean, yeah, I think we can we can thank her for the mass verse. So that, there you go, there you that, go. We can end on that. That makes so much sense. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so happy you looked that up. When we one day host Sarah J. Mass on our podcast, we will be analyzing her birth chart. You heard it. You heard it here first. All right. Well, now time for our favorite section, our rant. And today we're going to be talking about manifesting. We know manifesting is kind of like a controversial topic, but to me, manifesting is more about in a mindset, less than wishing these things into existence. Obviously, like we don't live in a fairy tale world where you can rub like rub a lamp and a genie's gonna come out and grant you three wishes. But you can have this like glass half full versus half empty mindset. And I do think that the way that you look at the world, whether it's from like a positive or a negative lens, can really have an impact on your life and where it goes. And like just to give a quick example, I grew up with 
parents who they like to be more glass half empty type people. Like my dad always would tell me to have low expectations so that I'm not disappointed. So I always did. But then I realized that I had such a negative outlook on life. And I just felt like I was always like, oh, this happens to me because I have bad luck. Like I just have bad luck. Like I'm not a good luck type of person. But if I just turned that around and said, no, like I have good luck. Like I, you know what, this didn't happen to myself. This like it's just like that abundance mindset. You're going to be happier just because like you're thinking of, oh, I have all this rather than thinking, oh, I don't have all of this. Yeah. And like, I definitely think that like the mindset is so powerful. Like we know, like scientifically, like there have been psychology studies that show like what you think literally becomes your reality. Like it impacts like who you are and what you're thinking and feeling like it's like this cycle right and so mm-hmm. I I really think that like having a positive mindset puts positive energy out and lets positive energy like come back to you right like whether exactly. you want to say that's like the energy of the universe or just like your you know positive thinking is then like reflecting back and like your thoughts and then reflecting back in your actions yeah. I mm-hmm. just think like again like that abundance mindset is so important and it's hard when like people around you are like constantly being like negative or pessimistic or like Mm -hmm. similar to you like if that's how you were raised like I think especially like there's there's terms like kind of like in like manifesting community and how people talk about it which is abundance versus scarcity mindset and I think like for me my parents grew up like supporting themselves and like basically like coming from nothing and so like the scarcity mindset for them was so real because they literally had nothing and so Mm -hmm. like I do understand that I feel like generationally (laughs) generational trauma uh, Uh (laughs) uh-huh I was gonna say I mean my dad's same thing like built his entire life from scratch and it was like that scarcity mindset and they kind of like push it on to you even when you're kind of like raised in a different way because we weren't as like like we had more things provided for us yeah and like obviously like part of that too is like at the same time like I feel like I was raised to be extremely like grateful for all the things that I had like coming Mm -hmm. out of how my parents you like were raised and like how they were trying to raise us and so like it was like interesting because like I could see their scarcity mindset and feeling like they always need to work hard to like provide for us like obviously as parents but then at the same time it was like they wanted us to like dream big and feel like we could do anything and like it's just like really interesting to see like how that can like obviously like your surroundings and your environment and how people around you are thinking not even just the thoughts you're telling yourself I think can like just be obviously like energy that's affecting you mm-hmm. 100% and I think like our parents maybe if they're like at least like for example my dad I think he kind of had this like glass half empty mindset because you still need to be like realistic and I think he wanted to raise my sister and I as realistic like and not like delusional but I've learned from like becoming an adult that like I still need to give myself grace to be optimistic because it exactly it's like when you're putting that energy out it's more likely that it's going to come around like back to you like I feel like it went over whenever I'm doing something to pass it forward it's like whether it's like you buy coffee for the person like that's behind you in line at Starbucks or you hold the door open for someone like it doesn't have to be really anything like but it's just any like kindness that you're putting into the world like I do think will come back to you it's like the saying where they're like you'll get what you deserve in the end mm-hmm. and like it's like you'll de- whether you deserve like something great or not great like it's all about what you're putting out there 
Yeah, no, 100%. And, like, that's also so ingrained in cultures, like, literally, like, do one to others as you would have them do to you. And, like, the golden mm-hmm. rule, treat others like you want to be treated. Like, that's literally, like, culturally, like, how people define, like, kindness and, like, being positive. So, like, exactly. You know? But I do think, like, manifesting does get a bad rep. And I think I say this even, like, I am not, like, a big journaler. Like, I'm not someone where I write down, like, my manifestations or anything like that. But I try to think about it more as, like, goal setting. And if you are writing it down and journaling, like, that's also great because I think it's, like, it's, like, basically, like, you're writing it down so that you have to keep reminding yourself it and that, like, so that becomes true because it's just like a daily reminder that that's like something you're setting your mind on but I think for me it's just like I'm just like you know I'm not doing like voodoo magic like I think people think manifesting we think that we're like doing magic and like witchcraft but no like it's literally just a form of goal setting like I know in the workplace like we're constantly setting goals and like high school like middle school like literally like our entire lives we're constantly setting goals and then we get to our 20s and it's kind of like okay well yeah like now you have to have a career and like a relationship and all this stuffs and like you want to set all these goals for yourself but it's like you are envisioning the future you want and then kind of acting like your current self already has it like that's when your manifestations are going to come true but also I say that as someone where like I don't even necessarily know exactly what I want so like take manifestations with a grain of salt like it's basically only just wanting something that you actually want to come true like you don't have to like have a vision for your entire life and manifest it like you can let that kind of like like you can let life just take the reins on that one yeah no a hundred percent and like I think for me like the manifesting is goal setting is like a really important analogy for people that like don't necessarily understand it because like you said like if I'm going to say, like, I'm going to manifest um, a promotion, um, mm-hmm. which Carly and I are celebrating because both of us just found out that we're getting promoted at work. And if you know, you know, yeah. we started off as coworker besties. Mm-hmm. We'll be, when I am visiting Austin next weekend, we will be going feral. So we'll have some good stories for you guys. Yes. So basically, like, I was manifesting, let's say, my promotion. I had to act like I had been promoted. Like I had to be doing the work as though I had already reached that next level. Like for that to come true, I mm-hmm. had to already be acting like it was true. Like my, oh, like yeah. you said, like my current self already had it. And like literally that's like how the workplace tells you like, oh yeah, go. that they literally are like, by the time you get promoted, you should already be like acting like you have that position. Like you should be already be operating at that level and I think that's just like the way you can think about life too like you can like before even happens like you're kind of already there exactly yeah and so then like you can take that and apply that for manifesting literally anything like if I want to manifest that like I'm going to become like a super Pilates girly that like is like super healthy and like wants to go to Pilates five days a week I have to start going to Pilates five days a week and then all of a sudden like it's literally like positive feedback loop of like when you build yourself that habit, then it just becomes natural and like part of your life. And then before you know it, like mm-hmm. that vision that you manifested for yourself has come true. Yeah. And I think it's like it's goal setting. Like we're comparing it to goal setting because you can't just write in your journal like I'm going to be a healthy girl and go to Pilates and then put your journal down, never look at it again and sit on your ass and do nothing. Like 
<laughs> the, like you're not just suddenly gonna have this like want to go to Pilates if it's like not gonna happen like you have to like set that goal and do it like no one else is gonna do it for you like you need to do it yourself yeah no exactly and I think like the other thing with that too is that like when you are let's say like manifesting like you you're thinking about this as like your new reality and like basically you're building the life that you want for yourself so like it all comes down to you like it's not just the universe granting your manifestations like you have to put in the work for the universe to to gift you your manifestations for your manifestations Mm -hmm. to come in basically so like it it comes down to you so like I don't understand like when people are like oh you're just like manifesting like uh, whatever and like we'll kind of like make fun of you because I'm like yeah I am manifesting that we're gonna be positive thinking yeah exactly successful and happy in life Mm -hmm. and like find joy in life yeah I also think we have to talk about when maybe like manifestations don't come true because there's always gonna be goals that you're gonna set for yourself that like you may just not and it might you might eventually but like at the time that you wanted to achieve it you just might not but like I think it's kind of like you have to be okay with first of all not knowing necessarily where your life is gonna go so even if you manifest like you have to know that like even if it goes in a different direction like that direction might be okay if not better than what you even manifested or wanted for yourself but like that goes hand in hand with some things that you might have manifested like that didn't end up happening it probably was for the best and those reasons why it was for the best like might be revealed later like this would be like a dumb example but let's say you're in college and you're manifesting that there this guy you're hooking up with is gonna like want to suddenly like he's gonna fall in love with you and like start dating you and it won't work out because maybe he's an asshole but then like right after I mean this actually happened to me so like I can talk about it like literally manifested dating someone it didn't work out and at the time I was like super bummed because I feel like I like I like kind of manifested it and it didn't work out literally not even a month later like I like met my future now ex-boyfriend but like he was my boyfriend at that time and like the reasons like were revealed where it didn't happen because that first person wasn't right but like the second person that came along was so just like timing is everything yeah no 100% literally like divine timing like again like that's another thing that like has been said like everything happens for a reason like things happen on their own time I think like along those lines I think like something else that has been like really positive and like helped me to kind of like understand or like come to terms with things that like haven't worked out from what I've like thought Mm -hmm. is that the universe never says no it's either yes not yet or I have something better so it's like along the lines of like you talking about like something not working out with a guy and then like something happening later basically like things that don't didn't happen at the time or like didn't happen didn't work out for the best or the way that you thought they were like the reasons might be revealed later to you and like you're not gonna understand like necessarily like why so like I mean I could say like I graduated college like without a job even though I'd literally been like obviously manifesting and working so hard to like have a job and on the last Mm -hmm. day of like my graduation trip I literally got an email asking for an interview for my current job which was like my dream job at like my dream company straight out of school so again it was like the not yet like that I have something better for you energy but like I also Mm -hmm. had to be okay with the not knowing and like oh 100% 
Exactly. It's like I, feel I like, put it out there for the universe to handle, basically. Yeah, I feel like we both manifested us meeting in our podcast, too. I mean, I literally had this whole vision for my life. Like, I thought that I'd be working in Austin and then be, like, moving to New York with, like, my ex-boyfriend and, like, that'd be it. And, like, we broke up. Like, shit happened. Like, shit hit the fan. Like, I felt like nothing was going my way. And I ended up making, like, best friends, like, Mia and our friend Elise, our coworker, bestie friend group. We, Mia and I, like, discovered how much we had in common, started this podcast, and then I was so much happier than I even was. Like, the the things that ended up happening were even better than, like, what I had, like, imagined for myself. So, I, I love looking back. Like, and it's so hard because I feel like when you're in it in the moment and looking forward, you just, like, want to know. But you mm-hmm. love looking back. I mean, like, wow, everything did work out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. No, 100%. I think, like, something, like, sweet that I did to kind of, like, reflect on last year was I had made a 2022 vision board, which, like, so obviously I made it like January 2022 and that was the year that I was graduating like from college going to be starting a job going to be doing stuff and at the end of the year last year in December I like sat and looked at my vision board that had been my wallpaper for like eight nine months like I think I changed it like towards the end of the year whatever point being mm-hmm. I literally like went through my camera roll and found photos that matched the photos from Pinterest that I had put on my vision board like it was so, so funny yeah and like it was so cute like and remembering like oh I remember like when I like put this like photo of an airplane because I'm going to travel the world and then like I mm-hmm. went and traveled the world like literally did like a whole euro grad trip mm-hmm. and it was amazing and then like I had like literally like I had a <laughs> I had a bunch of like photos of like money and a bind and like it was just like, a <laughs> good like oh yeah we're raking it in yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, but we'll refer back to our shitty financial decisions right? <laughs> no for real but so like it's so sweet because it's like you put that thought out into the universe and then like it kind of just happens like mm-hmm. you think I about it to... and then you look back and you're like wait I was thinking about this for so long I need to like see your at the end of this year your 2023 vision mood board because I need to see what pictures of us being feral in Austin like match up with this mood board I just need to I need to see it wait that's so cute I think there's definitely an espresso martini or two on the vision board <laughs> and that is that's all you need that was true. literally manifesting like your relationship with um Elise and I wow Oh my god. Make a manifestation yeah. mood board and you'll end up with your best friends. Oh, literally like cannot actually like t- a truly truly like vision boarding one of like my top forms of manifestation and like even just like again, goal setting. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's vibey. It. It's pretty to look at. Yeah. 100%. Go on go on Pinterest ladies and make your mood board. That is our homework for you. We're Pinterest girlies out here, all right? We're in mm-hmm. bed, 9 p.m., skincare done, healthy meal cooked for ourselves, Pinteresting. That's oh, yeah. I'm a huge Pinterest scroll, especially, like, these days. Any Akatar character you want to look up, like, just go on Pinterest. Like, don't even use Google. Just go on Pinterest. It will be better. No, they're literally the best. So, yeah, to round it out, I feel like, in a way, like, butterfly effect but like we did manifest this for ourselves like literally to be like right here in this moment like not Mm -hmm. to be cheesy but like like Carly said like I had wanted like a good group of girlfriends like I felt like 
I, after graduating college, was, like, a little bit lost. I kind of connected, like, with my purpose. And, like, I had always dreamed about, like, doing something, like, literally, like, as I was – oh, my God, this is kind of crazy. As I was graduating, like, and, like, obviously, like, all through my senior year, people were asking me, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do? And I was, like, I don't know. But I know that what I want to do is take my passion for communication and positively impact people and positively impact the world. And, like Mm – if you kind of think about it, like building our little podcast community, like yeah. I'm like fulfilling No, that. we're positively impacting people. We love building this community, guys. And like even like on TikTok, especially book talk is the best. Like it's the best way to connect with people. I feel like when I when I met Mia, I was like, wow, like we have so much in common and like it's so nice to talk about this. And then you go on TikTok and you basically connect with like thousands of strangers that have the same interests as you and then we started this podcast so that we could connect with thousands more hopefully thousands more people to also connect over all this but yeah I feel like I always manifested the same like I knew that honestly like this does sound very Leo of me but I kind of knew that there was something like bigger for myself out there like I just like didn't see myself like just like going down this normal path and I feel like people always would be like that was a joke they'd be like oh you need a podcast you need something because like you like talk a lot but like you say some like pretty like good clever things and like I mean my therapist is always like you should have a podcast because <laughs> I because I self-analyze a lot like she's like you're doing your my job for me but anyways like I kind of was just like I feel like I want to do something bigger than like but I didn't know what it was and then it just kind of like fell into my lap and it's so rewarding to have this podcast and it's like yeah I basically manifested this even though at the time I didn't know what I was manifesting I just knew that I wanted something like this oh, you heard it here folks you heard mm-hmm. it here first folks manifesting works <laughs> we manifesting works and our podcast is endorsed by Carly's therapist yes yes shout out Jackie love you gentlemen prepare yourselves mentally because on the next episode of reading and ranting we're heading back to the world of sarah j mass with a dedicated deep dive on throne of glass if you know us you know that aelin ash river galathinius and the minorian ship are our roman empires but of course we are rereading in preparation of house of flame and shadow and we invite you to come along on the journey with us And we're always looking for book recs, so if you have a suggestion, shoot us a DM on TikTok at readingandrantingpod or email readingandrantingpod at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading, besties. (laughs)